you know, I really learned a lot on the fly, you know, and one of the most important things that I learned was the people that you hire is actually your most important asset. It's not actually any product that you make because the product is made by a human being. So it probably doesn't make itself. It's either me or Derek or you or anybody at the time who are out being make these innovations or these marketing things or these new inventors. So if you don't have the infrastructure of the right people, you'll never be successful entrepreneur. And obviously it starts off with, you know, the entrepreneur or entrepreneurs at the time, but as it grows, you ought to make sure that each person that you're bringing on is adding to that process. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hey, before we start today's podcast, I wanted to share something that I've been using that I've been absolutely in love with. Because, you know, when you do what you love, like running, like racing, like even enjoying the outdoors, I absolutely love hiking. You want to do it for life. And Inside Tracker can help. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patent algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. So for a limited time offer, you can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store plus early access to Inside Tracker's biggest deal of the year. Just go to insidetracker.com/strong. Hello and welcome back to the show. On today's episode, I am chatting with Brad Woodgate, who is the founder and CEO of No Sugar Company. This was a total like surreal full circle moment because Brad was actually my first boss in the fitness industry. He uh, owned a company called Wellnex, which was one of the biggest sports supplement companies at the time. Um, he actually still owns it, which which uh, I found out on this podcast. So he's a very, very busy man. Uh, you know, he has two young girls, so he balances family and very, very successful company. He is also the author of No Sugar in Me, and his mission is helping millions of people live a no sugar lifestyle. I hope you guys get a lot of this podcast. He really chats about how you just got to keep going no matter what. You're going to get doors shut in your face, and he shares the many doors that shut in his face and how he just kept persevering and going and following his dreams and goals. 
Guys, if you love this, please take a screenshot of the episode and tag myself and no sugarco.ceo. And that is Bradwood Gates' Instagram account. Uh, because you know, sharing is caring, and we want to get these amazing messages out to everyone. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to the show, Brad. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today to chat with me. I'm so excited to have this conversation. No problem. Thanks for having me. This is truly a full circle moment for for myself. I literally started my fitness career with your company. You and Derek were like the big bosses in one of the biggest sports supplement companies. And I didn't know it then, but the knowledge that I attained working for you guys um, has helped me along my own entrepreneurial journey. So I wanted to start today's podcast by just thanking you, thanking, thanking you for the two years of, of, of opportunity. And um, yeah, I don't think I ever had a chance to thank you. Well, no problem. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for those kind words. It was a it was a really, you know, when you came on board with us, it was a really kind of crazy time. I was obviously, you know, my late, I think it was in my late twenties and, you know, we had a company that was just, you know, flying and we had staff and we had just so many people. And like, you know, I didn't, I didn't go to entrepreneurial school or anything. So everything was kind of being learned on the fly as well. And obviously, you know, you're a great help to us back then. And it's been amazing to see how well you've grown and such. Thank you. I, I mean, like I, I didn't know, like, I don't think I realized it then, but you were like super young. I, I was in my early 20s. So I think like anybody older than that, <laughs> so much older, <laughs> but yeah. you were young. Like you guys yeah. are so young. And, and yeah. I think I just realized that now. Uh, and I want to talk to you about like just everything that you've achieved along the way, the lessons that you've learned. Uh, I want to sort of go back to like how you started. Like how did you even start in the supplement industry? Yeah. So I always had, you know, a general interest in fitness and nutrition. I played sports. Obviously I played basketball in high school and basketball and university. I aspired, you know, I aspired to be a professional athlete. So that's how seriously mm. I took nutrition. That was my actual goal to do. And same with my brother. So we'd go to basketball camps in, in the States to get noticed. And um, so oh. fitness and nutrition was always part of our identity my grandfather was a former NHL player, you know, way, way back when. So it was kind of, you know, in, in my family, athletic wise to do things like that. Um, and then my, my other side of my family was very entrepreneurial. My dad's an entrepreneur. My grandfather on the other side was an entrepreneur. He had his own clothing shop. And so entrepreneurialism was in our family as well. So in my, literally my last year of university at Western, I would have been like 21 years old. My brother was looking, he was working for a company called Muscle Tech, which obviously everybody kind of knows. And he, I think he was our sixth employee and he had been working there developing products for them for several years. And he kind of realized, you know, Hey, like, I think if I'm developing these products, I could kind of sell some, like make some product for myself. And so he gave them, you know, plenty of time, six months or eight months to, to, to bring on someone new. And he said, Hey, do you want to join me on this journey? Like I can develop the products and, you know, with your kind of hustle, cause that's basically at 21, all you kind of got is yeah. hustle. Uh, no, you know, no, no textbook is going to kind of show you the way of what's about to, to come. Would you want to join us, join me and, and we'll kind of do this thing 50, 50. So I said, sure. And at that time, as I said, I was in my last year of university and I was literally, you know, we would sell product out of the trunk of our car. Like it was that grassroots and I would spend any free time of my last year of university trying to put up posters, trying to get different, you know, groups, whether it be teams or sororities or fraternities to purchase products, whether it be weight loss or vitamins or things that we had, joint support, whatever it was at the time. 
And I'd go store by store by store, just trying to get, you know, enough money to pay, you know, to pay your bills. Mm -hmm. And I often say to people like, you know, when you start out, people think, oh, you know, you work for free. You actually don't work for free. You pay to work. There's a big difference. Mm -hmm. So you take your savings that you've earned and you put your savings into your company, into your inventory, into your marketing, into your website, whatever you put it into. So you're actually paying to work. Yes. So you invest in yourself. Uh, Invest in yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so I just think it's important to people to know that, that they think that, oh, entrepreneurism, like, you know, they, I could take a few years not getting paid. It's actually not, it's not that it's actually beyond, <laughs> it's yeah. beyond that. And so for three <laughs> years, we had like, you know, we bootstrapped it and I, you know, I moved back home after university and all my friends moved to Toronto and they had good paying jobs and they were able to go out. And I literally like, I had a budget of $20 per month. And so wow. friends were going to um, a club that had an, a, a, an entry fee. Like I wasn't getting in. I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't have 10 bucks in my budget to go to for the month to spend on an entrance fee. So I had to miss out on quite a bit of things. And, you know, we just hustled and hustled and hustled. And, you know, the story actually, as it unfolded was, you know, I, I approached GNC, you know, the big nutrition um, center. I approached GNC Canada 16 times in three years and I got 16 rejections. Wow. And on the 17th rejection, I kind of, I showed up uh, at, you know, I find out that the buyer uh, got there for 5 a.m. And I showed up at 5 a.m. I probably scared her to death, but I showed up <laughs> there and I just begged her for five minutes of her time. And she gracefully allowed us to, to pitch for five minutes. And on the 17th attempt, she agreed to give us five stores in British Columbia. So I think she was really saying, mm -hmm. look, here's two kids from Ontario. I'll make them go away. I'll give them five stores on the other side of the country. They'll never be able to make that work. And like, good luck. And it was like, wow. you know, a couple hundred bucks investment to them. So, and we, you know, we surely made sure that that five stores worked. We educated the staff. We, we did calls, you know, we, we hired someone there to just go freelance and go into stores. And we, we made those five stores, um, we made those five stores work. Wow. And that that grew us from, you know, five stores to the rest of the province of BC. And then uh, from BC success, we were able to get into Ontario. And then we became national. Um, and then being national within two years of the 17th rejection, we were the largest third party brand in GNC. So wow. that was kind of like the growth and the volume of products we were launching and the sales team that we were gathering and the momentum we were doing. And it was literally like, like no joke. It was like hundred hour weeks. And wow. I was doing it. We were doing it for free because even then you weren't paying yourself. So I spent, you know, at least five years either paying to work or like, you know, working for free to make that, make that commitment work. And in that five year time, there was many, many, many discussions amongst myself and Derek and just internally, just like, is this the right choice? Is this ever going to pay off? Like, you hear stories about how everybody has, you know, um, hard times at the beginning and you can be in that moment and say, oh yeah, these are the hard times. But when you're living through it for five years and there is no guarantee that that, that pain will actually turn into something good. Like there's like people just go bankrupt. People just stop doing yeah. it. Well, the concept yeah. doesn't work, whatever it is, there's no actual guarantee. So yeah. these stories that you talk about after the fact sound nice, but they're really in, in, in reality. You just don't know at the time if you're onto something and how much time and money can you devote to your life making this happen. And luckily we, you know, we, we persevered by the skin of our teeth and 
and you know we you know we grew it we grew the company into you know over 100 million in sales like we went from gnc canada to gnc us and then we went to walmart canada and that was our big breakthrough and that allowed us to 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 um, travel to bentonville arkansas to pitch walmart us and it was just a crazy time. Like that's when you came on board and, you yeah. know, we had, we had a sports nutrition division. We had like a mainstream division for mass market accounts. You know, at one time we had, you know, I think it was like, if I remember correctly, something like 65 open positions in one year to fill of uh, new employees. Yeah, which- I saw it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw them piling. I started, I started working from home and then like, I think it was like only like three months working from home and then you would you guys had invested in an office space and we were all at the office like it grew fast and then we were in the other building and then there was like hundreds of employees that it it was crazy and i don't think i ever even so young you know like not Mm -hmm. even appreciating like you guys just look like you were so successful right and like you i don't even know the like i didn't even really know much of the backstory until now so that's well we put on a good face Uh, (laughs) There was a lot of stress for sure. There's a lot of late nights. There's a lot of, you know, self-belief. I can say there's all the elements that you kind of me, you, everybody kind of talks to in terms of helping others believe in themselves and the things that you need to be entrepreneurial. But, um, you know, when you're going through it, there's just, as I said, there's just no guarantees of it. And through that, you know, we got into, you know, over 75,000 retail doors. We got into over 50 countries. You know, I got exposure to working with celebrities and making commercials Mm -hmm. and uh, dealing with the biggest media companies. And I really, you know, I really learned a lot on the fly, Um, you know, and one of the most important things that I learned was the people that you hire is actually your most important asset. It's not actually any product that you make because the product is made by a human being. So it probably doesn't make itself. It's either me or Derek or you or anybody at the time who are out playing make these innovations or these marketing things or these new inventors. So if you don't have the infrastructure of the right people, you'll never be successful entrepreneurial. And obviously it starts off with, you know, the entrepreneur or entrepreneurs at the time, but as it grows, you ought to make sure that you, each person that you're bringing on is adding to that process. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that like, oh, I'm so concentrating on like, I have to make the world's killer product. Like, you know, in my view, like the iPhone, which is like one of the most successful products of all time, is a better glorified version of the BlackBerry. I mean, when mm-hmm. I started out, BlackBerry was the phone that had email, it had text, it had access to the internet, and it was clunky and it was this big, and everybody thought that was revolutionary. Like they were the ones who revolutionized that whole thing. But you know, you don't even hear about a BlackBerry now, and iPhones onto its 14th or whatever version that it is, and it's changed the way humans interact. So. Yeah. You don't need to have this revolutionary new idea that only you came up with and it's a secret sauce. It's, it's coming up with an idea that you think will help people and more importantly, that you execute on that idea. And if you execute on that idea, you're going to need people of the same mindset to help you execute. No, you know, one person can do it all. Um, and so that's you know, what I learned is that hiring great people or working with great people or good partners is what's really key to, to growing and growing fast. Yeah, creating that support system and and leading them. And I, I I even found that with with you know my own company. I don't have as many employees, but when you hire, you actually have to lead them. And that's like a whole other job on its own, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. Because yeah. if they're rolling in a different direction than what the vision you see, um, it's actually counterproductive. And that time mm-hmm. when we had those 65 open jobs, 
I quickly found out uh, that it was actually diminished returns mm. because they weren't managed or brought in uh, appropriately and given the, same, the right time and space to kind of to reach their potential. So on act two, as I call it, with the no sugar company, I've learned a lot from things that, you know, Derek and I did both correctly and incorrectly and try to apply those to this, this new company. Love it. I've seen like just on your Instagram, like how open you are about getting so many doors shut in your face, yeah. but you never give up. Like I see that I've, I've always seen that with you and, and, and Derek, you guys never give up. Like you just keep going. And yeah. one of the quotes that I read recently on your page was behind every successful person, there's a lot of unsuccessful years. Can you expand, like, I know that you sort of ch chatted about that, but can you expand on that and maybe yes. share how you brush yourself off and keep moving forward with your goals? Yeah. Like if I honestly would take an account, like I've been in an entrepreneur for 21 years. Uh, and if I would actually look back on the things that I've done, like successfully versus unsuccessfully, it honestly is like 95% unsuccessful hmm. or 5% successful. And it just so happens that the 5% that's successful is so successful that it wipes out in, in totality the unsuccessful parts. Because if you're not trying new things all the time and most of the time failing, you're not really growing as, as, as I believe it to be. So um, you have to be comfortable being majority of the time unsuccessful. And if you're not, like, <laughs> so figure, like entrepreneurs are figuring out problems and problems are unsuccessful ventures. So you got to constantly you know, um, do that and be comfortable with it. Um, I've lived a life where Wellmex, you know, as a supplement company has been up and then down and then up and then down. So I look at it in my internal world of being like, hey, like I've had a lot of unsuccessful years, like lots mm -hmm. of years. I've either had to stop paying myself a salary or cut back on employees or whatever the case may be. But to the outside, maybe yourself included, you just like, well, you know, for 21 years, Brad, Derek, whoever has just been these successful entrepreneurs, like you don't feel that way in it. It just happens that, you know, your, your wins outshine your, your losses. And that's mm. no different with no sugar company. I mean, it had a lot of trial and errors to get this no sugar off the ground. And now, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest companies that Canada has seen, like it's far surpassed anything Wellnex has ever done. And it's, you know, it's super exciting, but they're like wow. that took 21 years of unsuccessful times to wow. get to that point. So it's, 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 it's a mindset that you need to have that, you know, I, I, I pride myself on being persistent. You know, I pride myself that in the business world, and I make it very clear that this is in the business world, that every no is maybe not now. Uh, mm -hmm. Take no as a definitive answer, because if you do, someone else will take your spot. So, And a know, lot of people give up there. They, yeah. they give up when they hear the no, right? Yeah. I mean, 16 tries to GNC back in the day when I had no leverage, I had no money, I had no big team. I had, I had nothing. I mean, the only thing I had was to be persistent. So yeah. that was my asset. My asset was being persistent and, and it, it served me well eventually. But I mean, you could probably tell me a few people, you know, and same here that after the 10th or 11th, no, you probably may have been like, this is, this is the answer, but it, yeah. went, to 17, <laughs> it went to 17 no's. And every person that we brought onto the team at the time, like yourself, they, they didn't know about those 17 no's because, no. you know, the company's just function. You're just trying to hold on. Yeah. Hey, I just want to take a little break and I want to chat about Inside Tracker because when you do what you love, like running, like racing, like hiking, like me, <laughs> weightlifting, classes, heading to the gym, you want to do it for life. And Inside Tracker can help. 
Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging genetics and biometrics. Using their patent algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. For a limited time, you can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store plus early access to Inside Tracker's biggest deal of the year. Just go to insidetracker.com/strong. Let's talk about no sugar though. Like this is awesome. Like how like what how did you start this? What was your mission? You have a book now. Like let's talk about the products. Where can people buy the products? Let's just talk about it all. Sure. So um, the, the, there's two kind of missions with it that came with it. One was I was tinkering around with my own lifestyle and diet just because mm-hmm. I'd had some issues with energy issues with sleep issues with like irritation, just different things. And I gone through having been in this world of sports nutrition diet or so ever, I feel like I tried, you know, almost everything. And, uh, one of the things I hadn't tried was eliminating refined sugar. I just started tinkering with that, lowering it, uh, eventually getting off it, and I noticed improvement. So that was kind of from a personal standpoint, something that I just wanted to try. And then the second thing that was really emerging, I think one of the successes we've had or I've had is noticing trends early. So in mm. my Wellnex days, you know, Dr. Oprah came out with a trend on Hoodia, and then Dr. Oz came out with trends, and there was always these trends that lasted two or three years, and I could see that the keto trend was going to be really, really mm. big. It had the most scientific evidence. And one of the benefits of keto or one of the things you're trying to follow is, yes, an increase in, in good fats, but two, you're trying to lower your net carbs. Uh, and so net carbs is really calculated by the elimination of sugar. So I felt like I could, one, position it as a no sugar company for my own health and, and, and aspirations. And, and two, I, I knew that I could play in some keto areas of products and still stick to the core of this no sugar mission. So I literally in 2017, I went and looked to see if no sugar company was available. And I'm like, there's no way like Kraft or Kellogg's or Heinz, someone's got to have this. Like, there's no yeah. way no sugar company is available. Like that to me is like, no way. And it was available and it was available worldwide. So I was like, wow, wow. this is really something, you know, people have known about the effects of sugar, but it, like no major company has really taken this up. So I grabbed it, obviously. And then uh, we developed our first, you know, bar. I'd never done a bar before in my whole Wellmex days. I'd never done a bar because you need really high turns and you need really high um, inventory on them because you can't make small um, productions of it. So I knew I had to be at a, a certain level of entrepreneurialism that I would have access to some accounts to get these bars out to it and see if they're successful. And the bars just, you know, they took off. So, They're so good. I, I, I bought a box at a healthy planet the other day and my kids oh, ate them too. <laughs> so yummy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we, we hired a, a food formulator who specializes in bars. You know, we took it very seriously. We didn't just come up with a, you know, back to hand napkin. We got a, a sandbox that it had to play in, in terms of no sugar and fat content and the, the texture and all these things. But ultimately we, we, we hired and contracted out someone who specialized in that. And then our real hit actually came when we launched these peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. And so we, uh, we launched these peanut butter cups that were no sugar and kind of they have a gooey center. And those set records, like 
They set records in Costco. They set records in Walmart. They were setting records everywhere to the point where we, we, I was under tremendous stress once again, because we couldn't actually produce them fast enough. Wow. And wow. so there only is five manufacturers in North America who produce these cups. And we mm. run three of them 24, seven, 365 days a year. Oh my God. They actually outsell Reese's peanut butter cups. So I, I bought them like I, I bought them like last year. I don't even think I realized that it was, that it was you yeah. at the time. They're so yeah. good. They're yeah, really good. They're available at Costco, like in a big bag, right? Yeah, they're available. Yeah. They're available everywhere. Um, like Costco US, Costco UK, Costco Japan, Costco Australia. Wow. Like they're they're actually like global, and that has been like the 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 product that has brought us you know worldwide kind of attention. Um, and so from there, you know, we got into uh, ice cream, and we've hmm. got into you know these uh, chocolate covered um, peanuts that you know they're similar to M and M's. And we have so much innovation that's coming up in the next six months between that no sugar bread. Like, did you realize that bread has four grams of sugar per slice? Like I yeah. would never think that it had four grams of sugar. So we've come up with a no sugar keto bread. Wow. Uh, we've come up with an energy drink. We've yeah, come up joy with burst, right? Joy the energy burst, drink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've come up with that and, a, and an alcoholic seltzer. And we're actually going to be doing, which is really crazy. Like this is going to be exciting. We're doing an actual Super Bowl ad. Uh, oh, wow. So yeah, no way. Yeah. Oh this, my gosh. You're the first kind of publicly to know, but our we're, we're on February 13th, we're doing a Joy Wear Super Bowl ad. So we're excited about that. Oh yeah. my God. Congrats. That's amazing. So things we'll have watching. really yeah, things have really exploded for sure. That's amazing. And you also have a kid snack, right? Yeah. So that one was deeply, you know, we actually, this is a crazy story, but we actually lose money on every one of these bars that we sell. The, the kids' bars. And the reason is because, you know, I have two daughters, a seven and a six-year-old, and I always mm -hmm. wanted to have them to have healthy nutrition. And I was never able to find a kids' bar, cliff bars, all the kids' bars out there, all of them had sugar. And I wanted to see if I could replicate something that tasted that a kid would eat because they'll spit it back in your face if they don't like it. Yeah. And had no sugar. And that just wasn't available. So the cost to make it is naturally going to be much higher than a, a bar that's made with sugar. But I also knew that because people have never had a bar without sugar, they're not going to be able to see a sticker shock price of like, you know, $1,000 per bar. I'd have to price it that people would buy it to get into consumers' hands. Hmm. And so I was willing to make, because I had kids and it was a personal mission and there's an anti-bullying social cause to it. I, I was willing to make it at a loss, you know, hopefully over time as the bar continues to do what it's doing now and grow and grow and grow, I'll get economies of scale. But Mm -hmm. You know, for the first year of its launch, you know, I've lost money and I'm, I'm happy with that. I mean, my kids love them. They eat them all the time. My wife obviously has a, you know, heads up the social um, anti-bullying um, campaign that we have. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, there's a, there's a message. A to bigger it. mission behind there's it. A bigger mission to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're, you're very involved dad. It seems like to me, like when I, when I look at your social media, how do you, balance everything. Cause as a mom, you know, it's, it is an owning a couple companies too. It's just, it, there's a lot. Mm. How do you fit that in? Do you have like structured work times? Like how do you fit in family time with everything that goes on? Yeah. That's kind of a loaded question because I actually, for the first time when I was 41, so two years ago, I suffered mm. through mental health issues. I actually wow. had severe anxiety and I had uh, insomnia and it was because you know, I was so involved with wanting to be the best, you know, parent and husband that I could. And I wanted to be the best entrepreneur that I could. And things were happening so fast. And it just became really chaotic and unclear to me. And 
And so I'm by no means am I an expert now, but I did start to have to put in some things in place that really allowed me to focus that when, you know, when I'm at work or I'm working, which are long days and long hours, because I love it. Um, I'm, I'm really focused. And when I'm with time with my kids, like it's undivided time with my kids, mm-hmm. I'm down to the best of my ability, you know, and I do things that, you know, uh, create memories. So, you know, you know, just last Friday we went out for a, uh, my wife is gone and we went out for a date night and I took them to their favorite restaurant and like, you know, phones were down and it was just yeah. you know, family time, but it's a, that's a loaded question for me because it plays on a lot of things, entrepreneurialism, you know, mental health, you know, kids involvement and people that, you know, a lot of times people with active minds, like I'm sure you relate is that your mind's always going and you want to be do well at everything you put your mind to. And there may not be as many hours in the days you, as you need to. Yeah. Yeah. Do you depend on like, like a support system? Like, does your parents help or, I mean, um, do you have a like helper come in for the day? Do you depend Uh, on that? so So first and foremost, I, you know, my wife, uh, is absolutely amazing. Like she is, she's my partner in crime and I wouldn't be able to do the things I do without her. And so she's very supportive and she, you know, helps, you know, all the things that come to mind, both, both the family and, and just my mental state. And she's amazing. So I definitely have from the inside out, you know, I, I have a great family and very supportive and I still rely, you know, I bought my brother out, uh, of Wellnex in 2016. He went off to do his own cuddle and kind doll company. Yeah. Uh, we have so many of the dolls <laughs> oh really yeah. yeah well he's him and his him and his wife jen did cuddle and kind and it's blowing up like the kardashians have had their dolls and he's, wow he, yeah he's done he's done really well i'm really proud of him he's pivoted from like mm-hmm. a retail nutrition company to an online doll company like it's completely different and he's so successful with that and he's you know he's awesome he's he's one of the smartest if not the smartest guy i've, I've ever seen like he just he's really brilliant uh, but he's been a great support staff for me too. Um, so I get to, you know, still pick his brain and vice versa. So we still have a great bond and um, entrepreneurial bond as well. And then I, you know, I can count on one hand, you know, how many great, true, dependable friends I have. I don't need to have, you know, a million people. I need to have, you know, a, a close knit that I can lean on because as they said, when COVID hit and, and those, you know, mental struggles I was having, you really had a small amount of people that were there for you thick and through thin when the world was chaos. And I know who those people are and that's kind of the support staff that I had. And I was just really fortunate. Does Wellnex still have a, like, do they still have the protein powder and everything? Like, like so Wellnex- you're handling Wellnex and no sugar? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have, I have two companies. Um, Wellnex is, I'm uh, in the, in the stages of being sold. So it's in okay. a, it's what's called a due diligence process. So uh, I had to make a choice about a year ago, you know, which direction I was going to go. And, you know, no sugar was just hands down, just, you know, going like gangbusters. And it really kind of fit my personal lifestyle. So I decided that I look at putting Walnuts up for sale and it's in a due diligence. So hopefully, or it should be in the next, you know, three to six months um, sold. Um, but yeah, I've, 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 I've had to run two different uh, employee bases and two different companies and two different strategies. And yeah, it's, it's. And it's all during COVID too. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy with the kids. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. If they were home, that was a, that was a crazy household. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know. I, um, I, I, I always ask this at the end of my podcast, uh, but what, what does the word strong mean to you? Hmm. Um, I think the first thing that really comes to my mind is mental strength. 
I mean, mm. to be mentally strong is the first and foremost. Uh, everything else kind of follows after that. So you can have, you know, fitness in your life and be you know, physically strong. You can have uh, family strong bonds and you can have entrepreneurial strength. But ultimately, I think it all comes from your your mental strength. Mm. And I think that, you know, the way I was grow the way I grew up and the way I believe is that, you know, as long as you have this, you know, your brain and you have, you know, your heart, you're kind of equal to anybody else in this world. And so you can do really whatever you want that you put your mind to first. And I think that strong represents to me mental strength. And uh, those are things that you need to work on just the way you'd work on any part else of your body. So um, I, that's, that's what comes to mind. Brad, where can everybody find you? Uh, find me physically, you mean? <laughs> or, uh, or, <laughs> on social, <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just joking with you. Yeah, so uh, I'm on Instagram. Um, no Sugar uh, CEO uh, is my handle. And uh, I, I like to, you know, bring some of our innovation there and tie in some of the things I'm doing with my family. So you can find me there. Obviously, I, you know, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, we have a lot of exciting, you know, media projects coming up that you may be seeing maybe more than you want of me, but <laughs> they'll be out there. But yeah, that's where you can find me. And uh, yeah, was, I've been was... seeing you show up more often. I'm, I'm enjoying all your content. I love Thank it. You. And um, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. I know like you are so busy. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for taking the time. And you've dropped so many knowledge bombs for our listeners. And I know that they're going to learn so much from you. So I would love to have you back sometime again in the future if you're willing to but thank you so much again for coming on and we'll chat soon Brad. awesome thanks for having me take care and that's a wrap on another episode guys thank you so much for spending this time with me i just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you and i hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today if there's one favor i could ask please keep sharing post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld-Pay. Take care and stay strong.